For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. If there is one thing that you will never catch me doing that's not playing fantasy basketball, especially when fantasy football season is winding down. Like when I got into fantasy sports, I started off with fantasy football and something strange happened. The season ended, right? And when the season ended, I was like, oh my God, I want to I wanna play some more fantasy. What am I going to do? Who am I going to call? And then we did a late draft for fantasy basketball just to kind of test it out and see what it was all about and fell in love with it. Years later, I ended up loving fantasy. Ba- it's my first love, right? I love fantasy basketball more than any other fantasy sports, but I am a fantasy football player, right? Uh, out of my four teams, two of them are in the playoffs. So I'm really excited about, you know, seeing if I could bring home a championship. But I say all of that to say this. If you are finishing up your fantasy football season, we want you to come on home, especially if you're an NBA fan. There's no reason that you shouldn't be playing in a fantasy basketball league. So if you want to join a league, I am totally down to helping you host a late draft. I know we're going into week nine of the NBA season, but that's okay. We still got time. Just let me know in the comments if that's something you are interested in doing. Welcome to the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast. The weekly show dedicated to helping fantasy managers like you crush your league and bring home multiple championships. Now, your host, Robin Marks. We believe every NBA fan that plays fantasy football should also play fantasy basketball. So we're here live on YouTube, live on the podcast, all that good stuff. Man, it is an amazing weekend. We got basketball happening. We got football, college football season. It's just a really, really exciting time. And you know what? All of the major sports are in action this week with the college football playoffs ready to kick off. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info, including news for pro football, the NBA, upcoming fights, and NHL games this season. Head to the website today to get into the action and see the updated odds for the week. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So let's jump right into the value, guys. We want guys and gals, right? Ladies and gents. We're going to jump right into the week nine schedule for fantasy basketball. We're going to jump right into the week nine schedule. So first off, you got, let's talk about how many games are happening each night. The big news is John Morant is returning. Boy, am I excited. I got John Morant in a couple of leagues, but most of just really just as most importantly as a 
fantasy basketball analyst, but also as an NBA fan. It's just really exciting to have him back. And again, I, I pray and hope that he has a good run. No issues, no blickies on camera, all that good stuff. So on Monday, we got 11 games. Tuesday, we got four games. Wednesday, we got 10 games. Thursday, we have eight games. Friday, we have six games. Saturday, 13 games. And on Sunday, there are no games. So pay attention to that. Big Saturday, no games on Sunday. That is Christmas Eve, I believe. Next up, we're going to take a look at the teams with four uh, with four games. We have Atlanta, Brooklyn, Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, Houston, Indiana, the Clippers, the Lakers, Memphis Grizzlies, Minnesota, the Kings, the Raptors, and the Utah Jazz all have four games in week nine. Then for three games, we have Boston, Charlotte, Detroit, the Warriors, Miami, Milwaukee, the Pelicans, the Knicks, the Thunder, Orlando, Philly, Portland, the Spurs, and Washington. And then we have one team that only has two games. That is the Phoenix Suns. Next, let's talk about the back-to-backs. On the Monday and Tuesday back-to-back, we have Memphis. The Tuesday and Wednesday back-to-back, we got Boston. For Wednesday and Thursday's back-to-back, we got Chicago, Cleveland, Indiana, the Clippers, the Lakers, Minnesota, Minnesota, um, and Orlando. And then we have a pseudo back-to-back. I talked about this a little bit last week. Um, I first heard this term from Josh Lloyd from the uh, Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast. Big shout-out to him, my brother over in Australia. So basically, it's two games that are low volume days where you can actually stream players and the game in the middle of them is uh you know a big slate where you can't actually stream so you could look at it as a back to back so that's Tuesday and Thursday we have a pseudo back to back and those teams are Memphis, Milwaukee, the Pelicans, the Trailblazers and the Spurs. Now the best schedules we got A few teams who have two quality games, which are really games that are streamable games where we don't have a whole bunch of action happening and you will be able to stream players in. So those teams are Memphis, Golden State, the Bucks, the Pelicans, the Trailblazers, the Spurs, Washington, Phoenix. And the days you really want to lock in and take a look at for streaming are Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Next up, we're going to go into our next segment. Just lock in for that. Last week, we did a little bit of um, uh, transition music, and I did like some hip-hop ad-libs. My my son told me to stop that, (laughs) so I'm not going to do that this week. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep it a stack with you. It was fun. I did enjoy myself, but... I'm going to listen to the youngsters. If, if they're out here saying that, Robin Marks, you need the, the, hit, the rapping days are over. You need to focus on just giving the people the fantasy basketball knowledge. Then that is what I will do. And we'll move right along with that. All right. So let's get into our next segment, man. We are cooking with hot bacon grease, hot bacon grease. These are the top five waiver wire targets you need to pay attention to for fantasy basketball. First up, 
we want to take a look at a gentleman who is getting a lot of buzz these days, someone that was on this show a couple of times already, I believe, but we haven't really highlighted him. We're going to talk about him a little more today. We're talking about Brandon Pajemski, a.k.a. AirPods. My man, Zach Hanshu calls him AirPods. So we all know Draymond Green is out. God knows. Like, I like we've been on this show talking about Draymond. First, it was the, the yoking up of Gobert, right? Doing the WWE choke move on Rudy Gobert. And then, like, yo... <laughs> It's like I don't want to laugh at it because it's let me be let me be respectful. That's not that's not nice. But I, I gotta keep it a, a milli with y'all, yo. Your man is wild for the night. He hit him with the like the spinning back punch, yo. Like it was crazy. It looked like a straight UFC move. And because of that, your man is suspended indefinitely. Listen, like I'm not an NBA player. I don't get paid millions of dollars, but I don't give a shit, Sue puppy. If they gonna give me all of that paper, I'm gonna keep my hands to myself. I'm gonna keep my hands inside the ride, right? If I'm gonna be in the NBA, I'm gonna keep my hands inside of the ride and make sure that I don't mess up the bag. But let's talk about Brandon. So because of Draymond's Suspension, we do have an opportunity here. Brandon Pajemski is just rostered in 8% of ESPN leagues, right? It's a little higher, I believe, on Yahoo, but still he is available widely. Let's look at some of his numbers. Over the last seven days, he's increased his minutes from 21.1 minutes per game on a season up to 32 minutes per game on a season. That is something worth noting. He's also averaging 14.3 points per game, 7.7 rebounds, four assists. Come here. This is important. 2.3 steals per game. 2.3 steals per game over the last seven days. The the man is not playing. He scored over uh, 10 points in three of his last four games. So he's cooking. Also, average... Three steals uh, in the last two games. He had three and three. So six steals over his last two games. Listen, if he's available, pick him pick him up, ride it out, see how it goes. But I would strongly recommend, if he's available, to put him on your team. Next player we want to take a look at, Colin Sexton. Now, if you watch the show, you know we're based in Atlanta. And, and Colin, uh, he, I think he's from Atlanta. So he has roots here and he supports the, the Boys and Girls Club, all of that good stuff. Man, I'm not for that Colin Sexton life. I'm sorry. He had a, a, a year when he played in Cleveland where I was interested for fantasy. I was like, this guy could score. There might be some potential here. Darius Garland was clearly the guy and they got him out of town. They weren't looking for a scoring point guard or a small two guard, they were looking for a floor general, which they have in Darius Garland. And while we're talking about the Cavs, big shout out to my man, AP Jones, who's his Cleveland Cavaliers channel is cooking right now. Please check it out. Actually, let me just see if I can pull it up. I, AP, I'm not going to do you wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to give you a proper shout out because I don't want to be just talking. I want to just talk the talk. I want to walk the walk. So my man's channel is called Cavs Connection on YouTube. So check out at Cavs Connection. He has all Cleveland Cavaliers content. So if you're a Cavs fan, or if you even have some of those players, 
from the Cavs on your team, check him out. But let's get back to Colin Sexton. So Colin Sexton is somebody that, again, I have never had any kind of interest in really giving him any fantasy opportunities. We have probably talked about him three times in the last, you know, two seasons or so, right? We don't talk about this dude. But it's worth noting that there have been significant injuries in Utah that have given him a ton of opportunity. He's gone from averaging 22 points uh uh, 22 minutes, I'm sorry, per game on the season up to 30 minutes per game on the season. Over the last seven days, you're going to want to hear this, 25.3 points per game over the last seven days. Ooh, it might be lightning in a bottle, but I'm all for that lightning in a bottle. Speaking of lightning, my algebra teacher in high school, he was milking a cow. <laughs> And he was sitting on a metal bucket, and he got struck by lightning. <laughs> Lord, forgive me. That's not, that's not, I just had to share that with you. So when you get that lightning in the bottle, you know what I'm saying, you want to make sure you take advantage of it. Um, also, Colin Sexton is averaging 3.3 uh, rebounds per game, 3.5 assists per game, and one steal per game over the last seven days. He's over the last seven days. He is um, only rostered in 37.2% of ESPN leagues, but that is going up fast, going up fast. So if he is still available, I would go ahead and make that move. Next up, somebody I was super high on in the offseason. Like I was Cheech and Chong, Cypress Hill high on this guy, right? Straight up, like wickedly, wickedly high on Terry Eason. And he has did not start out the season well just because he wasn't getting the opportunity, right? Now he's getting that opportunity. And over the last seven days, he's averaged 18 points per game, 12 rebounds a game, one assist, 1.7 steals, and 0.7 blocks per game. So if you are in a dynasty league and he's available somewhere, I would bust a move. You might even want to see if you can send a trade out for him because – the more time he gets to show what he can do, the higher the probability that he gets a consistent role. The one, the one thing that I mentioned last week, too, about Ime Adoka is that he rewards the players that play well. So he don't really care, like, how old you are. He's not about trying to, like, let me develop this young guy. I'm going to give him 30 minutes a game and see how. No, 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 no. If we win, he grins, right? And if. You're playing well. You will get the time. So I would look out for him. If he's available on the waiver wire, grab him. See how it goes. I would hold. Don't. He might have some up and downs. He's still a very young player. Um, so just be patient with him. But just know he can get you points in some of those categories that are a little hard to scratch the surface on. So I would look for Tariq Eason. Next up, Goga Badetze. Oh, my God. Goga Yo, listen, I, this is a guy like I literally never, ever checked for until this season. He, he Sometimes because of injuries, he'll like get some opportunities, but it's never something that's so exciting for me, right? But over the last seven days, yo man is cooking with lava sauce. Super hot. Check this out. He's averaging 28 minutes per game over the last seven days, 15 points per game, nine rebounds, 1.5 assists. And check this out, two blocks a game, two blocks a game. 
Do not sleep, yo. Like, this is the kind of player. You know, I, and I know that Mo Wagner has been getting some run at center. This might be a wave, right? Like, he's averaging 21.2 minutes on a season. So it's not a stretch that the 21.2 might move up into the 25. Right now, over the last seven days, he's doing 28 minutes per game. So it's totally, totally possible. He's only rostered in 9.5% of ESPN leagues. And just to kind of give you a little bit of his stats over the last couple games, on the 17th against Boston, he had three blocks in 26 minutes. On the 11th of December against Cleveland, he had four blocks. Against Detroit on the 8th of December, he had four blocks. I mean, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Man, I, I love it. I love it. So if he's available on your waiver wire, go ahead and snatch him up. And if you beat your league mate in week nine, tell him Robin Marks sent you. Last but not least, Jonathan Kaminga. Jonathan Kaminga is someone that I, like, I bought his rookie card, y'all. I was like, oh, he's he's the one. Like, he's the one that's going to take over for Steph and Clay. He's going to be that level. And honestly, where we sit now in December 2023 at the time of recording this video, nah, man. He's not going to be that guy. But with Draymond out, right, with old backfist out, you know, with old reverse Superman punch, Draymond Green out. Lord, forgive me. I'm sorry. Draymond, it's your man. I'm, I'm going to mess with you. I think that Kaminga has some short-term value, right? I think he has some short-term value. So it's somebody you want to take a look at if he is available. Over the last seven days, he's averaging 25 minutes per game, 13.7 points, five rebounds, one assist, 0.7 steals, and eh, 0.3 blocks. So you get some good, you know, opportunity for him cuz he's going to get on the floor. Um probably my least favorite out of this batch, but definitely think that he can, you know, maybe turn a corner for his standards by getting more playing time. Okay, okay, okay. That was very very good. If you guys are checking in live, do me a favor and drop your questions in the chat at the end of the show. We're going to try to answer as many questions as possible. We're going to get ready for our next segment. This is super, super dope. Having an amazing weekend. Been looking forward to hanging out with you guys all day. It's been a wild ride, though. I'm just saying. Wait a minute. I, I didn't do my... I usually give you guys... Let me stop. Stop the music. Stop the music. Stop the music. Stop the music. I usually give you guys bonus waiver wire, guys. What am I doing? I got some waiver... Like, this is the bonus lightning round. I'm going to give you the bonus lightning round for waiver wire targets right now. So we talked about this guy last week. Excuse me. We talked about this guy last week. He was our thumbnail art. <laughs> he was the guy that I was on a hilltop about. But I have to make sure to just do my due diligence in this episode to say his name again. Dante Exum. If Dante Exum is available, you got to get him on your roster. Like we talked about him last week. We're going to talk about him again. Another player I want to mention, Isaiah Hartenstein. Yes. Uh, Jaime Jaquez Jr. 
maybe. He's cooling down a little bit. Nas Reed, maybe. Dante uh, DiVincenzo, maybe. Caleb Martin, maybe. Bilal Koulibaly, yes, especially in Dynasty. Nick Richards, yes. Norman Powell, yes. Oh, Dario Sharich, yes. Again, another person who's getting tons of opportunity due to the Draymond Green fallout. All right. So, oh, really quick, before we even go to the next segment, I got to talk about this. This is serious business here. So we got... Um, we got tons and tons of fantasy basketball players who need help. So like people text me, like literally text me or send me inbox uh, or send me DMs, I should say on Instagram. And they're like, yo, quick, Rob, Robin, uh, quick, 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 quick. Can you, can you, can you, can you hit me up? I, I need this answer for this question. I need it right now. I'll get the same thing on TikTok comments. Yo, Robin, uh, quick, help, help. And I'm telling you, lo, yo, I want to make sure you have what you need to succeed. So I developed a new partnership to help you with that. Oh yeah, it's going down. It's going down. So I got to make sure. Let me get it right. Let's get that drum roll going. You ready? We just started a new partnership with Did It. What is Did It? Did It is a platform where you can connect with fantasy sports experts. No matter what uh, sports you play, whether you play in, um, whether you play fantasy football, whether you're playing in, uh, you know, fantasy baseball, fantasy hockey, all you have to do is go to your app store and download. Did it? Check this out. Your first call with me is absolutely free. So after this show, um, after we film this show tonight at about 10:30, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday nights, right? Or at 11 p.m. on Sunday nights. I'm going to have expert hours so you can call, check in with me, and ask your questions. But, yo, this is where it gets really wild, yo. Not only will we get on a video call, right? We'll get on a video call so I can be like, hey, what's up? That's not the value. We can actually share screens. So you have the ability to be like, Robin, here, I'm going to scroll through my team. Tell me which player you think I should drop. Hey, Robin, let's go to my waiver wire. Which player do you think I should bid on or, or put in a claim for? Hey, Robin, these are my league mates. Who should I build my trade around? Who should I target on their teams? Yo, when I tell you, this is like a huge breakthrough in the fantasy community and I want to make sure you are one of the first people to take advantage of it. So go to your app store today, download Did It, D-I-D-I-T, download Did It. And when you download it, all you have to do is go look for me in the fantasy basketball section and then shoot me uh, a call. Pretty much at 11 o'clock, I'll be available. My phone will ring like a normal phone call. And then you and I will chat about you winning your fantasy basketball championship. So had to drop that on you. First call is free. And one more thing while we're talking about like giving plugs and promos, if you haven't done so, we have a lot of people who watch this show, listen to this show, who don't subscribe to our YouTube channel. So if you are watching this or listening to this on our YouTube channel, please do us a big favor, like this video, subscribe to the channel. It takes one minute. And most importantly, once you subscribe, 
stay subscribed because we have people during the off season who leave our platforms and we don't want that this season. We want to make sure we're nurturing, you know, your fantasy journey throughout the off season and beyond. So let's go ahead and just get into this next segment, y'all. Let's get into this next segment. So we're going to take a look at some of these players, some of these players that will help you win your championship. Here are the top five players you need to pay attention to for buy low opportunities in fantasy basketball. So first up, first things first, I want to go ahead and pull up our rankings here so we can take a look. So the first person I want to talk about is somebody that actually has been kind of stinking up the joint. And honestly, I know that this player is better than this, performs at an elite level for the most part, but this season is having some struggles. Currently at uh, 56 here. Oh, my apologies. That is my dynasty rankings. Let me just change that quickly over to, let's go to points leagues rankings and see where he's ranked. And the player I'm talking about is Jarrett Allen. So I want to see where he's ranked for points leagues. Let me just pull that up really quick for you. Give you that, that info you need. Jeez Louise. Oh, my God. This is brutal. So Jarrett Allen, my voice cracked on this one because I drafted him a lot. Let me get a sip of water. This is brutal. This is brutal. This is brutal. Okay. Ah, nice cold water tonight. So, Jared Allen is ranked 87th in points leagues this year. That is gross for him. Like, we expect a whole lot more from him. And where people drafted him, they're probably, like, kicking themselves for picking him up. But for people who didn't draft him, this could be an opportunity. I don't know how much higher he'll go for points leagues, but I know he's better than 87. So people who are in that area with him right now are players like Malcolm Brogdon, Dennis Schroeder, Kobe White, um, Drew Holiday, Jalen Johnson, who's out, Keegan Murray, Jalen Williams, Tobias Harris. You know, this is a player like any of those guys, pretty much. Yeah, any, any one of those guys I would offer up for Allen. You know, so if you could bring Allen back in a buy low deal, I would go for it, man. I would absolutely Go for it. The next player that I want to take a look at is someone who recently came off an injury and honestly has not been performing at the level that we expected from him. And people are concerned. One could even argue that uh, managers who picked him up or held on to him or grabbed him off of waivers are panicking a little bit. And that's Trey Murphy the third. Trey Murphy the third is way better than this, right? He's only averaging. Um, 16.3 points per game. Well, like he's only played six games, so it's a really small sample size, but we expect a lot more from him. So I think if you have a manager in your league who's panicking about him, like, man, I'm gonna be like, get over here, like old school, you know what I'm saying, Mortal Kombat style. I'll take him off your hands. And you could probably throw some of your lower tier players over to get Trey Murphy because most likely. Your the manager who ha the manager who has him on his team, his or her team is probably not like 
super in love with him because they drafted and had the hold or they grabbed him off of waivers. So I would go ahead and bust that move. The next player we want to take a look at is another player who is underperforming like you wouldn't believe, but still has some standalone value. At number 90, we have Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray is another player that I would be targeting in a buy low scenario to see if I can bring him back. He is still knocking down threes, which is really good for category leagues, but overall people expected a little more from him. The next guy I want to take a look at is someone we have talked about on this show a bunch. Somebody that, honestly, I've been in support of during the offseason. And honestly, due to his lackluster performance thus far, has gotten me roasted in a lot of situations. And as you know, if you watch this channel, I always raise my hand when I get it wrong on a player. And I'm not the one that's like waving a flag and like setting off fireworks when we get it right. But I want to make sure I, we do point out when we have some hits. But this was definitely a miss. And that's Walker Kessler, somebody that I think can still salvage a season, will not be on Alfred Shingun's level. You know what I'm saying? Um, if Jalen Duran gets healthy, I don't think he's going to even be on Jalen Duran's level. But I think he's slowly but surely starting to get back into the mix. So if I could make a deal to bring him over to my team. Uh, it looks like OG and Anobi is in that range. I don't know if I would do that, but definitely Cole Anthony, who's 110. Uh, Walker Kessler's 108. I would offer Cole Anthony up in a heartbeat. RJ Barrett, I would offer up. Um, Asar Thompson, I would offer up. And a lot of these guys who are in this area, even Russell Westbrook, I would offer him for Walker Kessler. So again, I, I definitely missed on that. <laughs> you know, during the offseason, but hopefully he can somehow salvage this season. The next guy I want to take a look at is a player that has been a staple of my fantasy teams for years. And I am slowly but surely kind of stepping away from him. But some people are kind of sleeping on him, right? And there are some worries and concerns about him being traded. We're talking about number th number 36 in points leagues right now, DeMar DeRozan. He's a player that, you know, depending on what you have to give up for him, might be a really smart play. Because one thing you could say about him is that he stays healthy. Like DeMar, for the most part, is one of the healthiest like fantasy assets. He'll be available for you when you need him in the fantasy playoffs. People do have concerns that he might be traded and they're not sure what that looks like. But, you know, for me, I'm all for it. Honestly, people like CJ McCollum. I would trade CJ McCollum for uh, DeMar DeRozan. Um, Tyler Hero, I would move him for, for DeMar DeRozan. You know, maybe a player like maybe... Maybe even Anthony Simons, I would consider that, you know, depending on, you know, how he looks over the next couple of days. So just pay attention to it. See what you have in your mix. But uh, DeMar DeRozan is somebody that I would definitely think about buying low on. Actually, in second thought, I would probably hold Anthony Simons. Let me, let me, I, I retract that one. I'll probably uh, hold on, hold on trading away my boy, Anthony Simons. But I would look at buying low on DeMar DeRozan. Now, you know that I do the bonus players typically for waiver wires. I don't typically do that for waiver wire targets, but I don't typically do that for 
the buy lows. But you know what? I had some extra guys here and I wanted to just share them with you. Another buy low I'd be looking at is Cam Johnson. Another one is Jalen Brown, Dame Lillard, Kyle Kuzma, and Asar Thompson. And Asar Thompson is, it's breaking my heart. The fact that his, you know, uh, his minutes are so up and down. Stay close to, to the story to see what happens with him because I think he could have a really, really great season. And he's had some really good moments so far, and hopefully he can continue to, to keep putting out that kind of production. Here are the top five sell-high targets you need to focus on for fantasy basketball. First up, we want to talk about Devin Vassell. Devin Vassell had a huge game, his career high recently. He's somebody that people are were down on for a little bit, and if you have him on your team, you were probably down on him. He was out for a while, came back. Greg Popovich did not start him, right? He had to come off of the bench initially for the first, I want to say five or six games even, and then he finally got back into the starting lineup and got his legs under him. So after that explosive performance, this would be a good time if you're like out on him and you believe what he's been all season is the way it's going to be, and you could use that career high performance to move him on, I would make that move. Next up is Derek White. I love Derek White. Derek White is fire, and he is killing it in category leagues, like killing it all the way, like body in category leagues. I want to pull it up and take a look at uh, where he's ranked right now because it's like next level stuff. Where's my man Derek White at? Derek White is on fire all the way. Yeah, he's number 32 right now, which is really good, right? For where you drafted him, man, you're getting tons of value. He's averaging he's averaging 15.6 points per game, 3.9 uh, rebounds, 5.1 assists, 1.3 steals, and about 0.9 blocks. So he's putting up numbers in all areas. Listen. I don't know if he's going to be able to continue putting up these kind of numbers. So if you could sell high on Derek White, I would go for it. Next up, with the return of John Morant looming, he's going to be making his season debut in a few days at the time of recording this episode. So this might be a last chance to sell high on Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain has been a top 25 player in category leagues. He's having a, like a career season, averaging 24.9 points per game, 4.7 rebounds, 5.2 assists, 1.3 steals, 0.7 blocks. You know, he's going off. He does have some turnover issues. He's averaging three turnovers per game, which is an issue, but in a points league, like, He's super, super golden. And even for category leagues, number 25 in category leagues. So I would bust that move and see if you could sell high. John Morant, honestly, I don't think is going to put a hole in his value or anything wild like that. But I do think that he'll take a slight hit. And you had a good run with him throughout this season. So if you could get back some value and move him now and get you like a first round guy, I would go for it. Um Next up is Terry Rozier. What in the world is happening? Terry Rozier is averaging 23 points on a season, y'all. What? 7.1 assists. He's currently number 30 in category leagues. Your man is no joke like Eric B and Rakim, no joke. It's serious. Like, I'm sitting here like, yo, I got, I grabbed him. I, I'm, I'm in one league with some of my friends in a smaller league, in an eight-man league. And he was available on waivers when he was injured. I was like, all right, let me grab him, stash him. Yo, I'm sitting here like, 
took the top off. Boobies is out, hair blowing in the wind. Like, I am in the convertible with Terry Rozier. So, the sell high for Terry Rozier, let me be very clear. I'm not moving him for somebody who's in the same range as him. I'm moving him for somebody who's a little higher. So, would I, I would do a deal with him to get somebody like, let's say, Jason Tatum and then include another piece. I would try to get somebody like Paul George, maybe throw in a secondary piece. Car Anthony Towns, throw in a sweetener with the deal. Like, that's what I would be doing. So I wouldn't be trying to trade him for people who are in the same area as he is. And last but not least is Anthony Simons. Anthony Simons is currently ranked 22 in category leagues. He is cooking with hot grease. Like, he's deep frying turkeys. Deep frying turkeys and bacon grease, yo. 26 points a game. Come on, ma. Where they do that at? Your man is averaging 26 points a game? Jeez. Goodness gracious. Three rebounds a game. Eh. 5.3 assists, one steal, and 0.2 blocks. Nothing special there. And, um, yeah, Anthony Simons, yo, he's cooking. I just have concerns about what, like, he had. He wasn't healthy at the beginning of the season. So, for me, I'm like, will this last while it's hot, I would see if I could make a move to sell high on Anthony Simons. I do have a few bonus uh, sell highs. I would look at maybe selling high on Shaden Sharp and also selling high on Kobe White. All right. We're going to keep on cooking. See what we got here in the mix. See what we got in the mix here. Remember, guys, if you are checking in live, make sure you drop a comment with your questions or just let me know where you're checking in from that's good as well we're going to jump into our next segment now we're going to go into the believe in fantasy basketball mailbag the cool part about this is that these questions from our discord community are questions that are probably happening in your league right now so if you are interested in joining the Discord, all you have to do is visit believeinfantasy.com. All you have to do is visit believeinfantasy.com. So let's go ahead and go to our first question here. Let's go look at our first question and see what we got here. Hmm. Let's see what we got here. First question. First question is coming from Spody Odie Dopealicious. She says, what do you do with Cleveland? They got injuries. Who on a depth chart should we target? So that's the first question. So that's a good one. Um, I would say that for, for that, let me just take a look to see what we're dealing with here. So with Evan Mobley, you know, the, the thing with Evan Mobley is that he's going to be out for a hot minute, right? Like that's something that is heartbreaking to, to us as fantasy managers, and we definitely are hurting because of that. So I think for, you know, fantasy managers who have players like, players like uh, 
Allen, who are banged up, you know, you got to really kind of be patient. You know what I'm saying? Did I say Allen? I meant to say Mobley. Mobley. So, let me see here. trying to pull up their depth chart really quick so I could really give you some in-depth. So give me one second to just pull up that depth chart and we're going to take a look at that really quick. Cleveland depth chart. Because for me, I got Mobley, Spody. Like I, I, I got Mobley and I'm hurting. And I got him in Dynasty. I got him in Redrafts, all of that. So, so the people that I'm really looking at to see if they're available, I know that Karis LeVert is kind of gone now, right? People have already kind of snatched up Karis LeVert, which is cool. You know, if he is available, that would be my number one target here. Um, then George Niang is somebody in deeper leagues that could work for you. And that's kind of it. I don't really have any other recommendations from there. I wouldn't really... Yeah, like Dean Wade, maybe Dean Wade, maybe, but it's a ugly, it's an ugly situation. It's not ideal, but when you have those kind of injuries, Spody Odie, you could also look elsewhere. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to. You don't have to look just at the Cleveland roster where the injury exists. You can look outside to see what kind of opportunities are available. But I'm sorry if you got uh, any of those guys. Then Spody asks, how will John Morant being back affect? The fantasy value of other guys on a team. Um, so for that one, I would say for Bane, I think Bane will take a slight hit. I actually think for Triple J that it will be a blessing to have John Morant back. This is something we've talked about. It's about stabilization. It's about stabilizing that, that roster and making sure that they have some kind of consistency in terms of you know, the way the offense runs, you know, they got a new player in Marcus Smart. He's been injured. It's just been kind of a mess. I, what I said in a couple a couple of shows ago is like they're sitting there like throwing spaghetti at the wall, hoping that it sticks. One thing about John Morant is that he is the sauce, right? So he is the sauce of that team. And once he gets there, they don't need to throw spaghetti at the wall anymore. All they need to do is stir up. The pot. So I think he's going to help a lot of players, but he, he might negatively impact Desmond Bain a smidget. Um, then Spody asks, what are we doing with Scoot? I'm holding with, with Scoot. If I have him in a league where I am doing well, I'm holding. He had a pretty good game the other night. I think he had like 40 fantasy points in one of my leagues. So like that's somebody that I would think about holding and just being patient with him if I'm winning. If I'm not winning, I would gladly walk away from him. And should you sell high on Cat? I wouldn't because where you drafted him, you probably got a lot of value. So I would just hold on to Cat. Um, unless you could bring back like a top tier guy, I would stay away from it. Thank you for those questions. And Spody Odie Dope Delicious, I'm going to give her a quick shout out also. She is um, one of our female fantasy basketball players in our community. And she actually won our, I think our Josh Giddy or Kate Cunningham a rookie card giveaway a couple of months ago. Just a big shout out to her. Spody, I would love to have you on the show sometime. So shoot me an email if you're interested in that because we need more women in fantasy basketball. Next up, let's let's go with the Rate My Team. This one is from Johnny. Johnny says, Rate My 10 Man. He says, I got Fox. 
Yes. Uh, Boyan? Maybe. Dinwiddie? Heck to the no. Kuzma? Maybe. Keegan? Maybe. Levert? Yes, right now. Brooke? Yes. Sexton? Maybe. Jimmy Butler? Heck to the no. Miles Bridges? Yes. Kessler? Yes. AD? Yes. In the IL? Levine? Yes. Clarkson? Maybe. Overall, I think it's a really solid squad. I'm going to give you three out of five GOAT ratings. Love that one. Do a little. Oh, man, this is a good one. And Because you know we love us some Dante Exum here. This one is from my man Jeff. He says, is Dante Exum proving himself right now, or is he probably going to stay benched when Kyrie comes back? He's definitely not going to do what he's doing now when Kyrie comes back. He will probably go back to the bench, but there's still value in a player who comes off the bench. He might be moving up, you know, in the rotation. He might turn into their sixth man. I don't know. But, you know, when when players perform on this level, there's room for growth and opportunity. So will he go back to the bench? Yes, I believe so. But will he still have value? I think so. I would hold on to him until he's not performing. What happens sometimes, and this is a tip, right? What happens in fantasy sometimes is that we pick up a player off of the waiver wire and then we're like, hey, like, you know, we got him because the starter ahead of him was injured. Let's grab him and put him on our team. Oh, he's producing. Oh, he's producing. Oh, the person is coming back. Oh, I'm going to drop him. But what? What? Where they do that at? What you do is you hold until he stops producing. Once he stops producing, now I know he's a lame duck. I'll let him go. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop riding the wave until the wave ends. That is a nugget for you. Next up, we got a question from let's see what else we got here. Oh, this is a good one. Let's look at this one. This is from Johnny again. Johnny says, will Jimmy Butler's points be affected with Hero and Bam back or will he be better? Uh, I don't think he'll be better. I do not think he'll be better. I don't think he's going to totally stink up the joint. But Jimmy Butler, and again, Jimmy Butler is one of my favorite players in the NBA. Like hard nose, like. It's that kind of NBA action that I love. Like, he is a dog. So I'm ne- I'm never trying to take a fart on Jimmy Butler, right? I might clown a little bit about his emo hair and my chemical romance. And, oh, my God, you know it. Just want to play for the heat. All of that stuff. I'm just joking, right? But when it comes to basketball, he is a dog. For fantasy, though? Heck to the no. I am all the way out on Jimmy Butler. Hey, you. I am out on Jimmy Butler. Why? Because he's like, sometimes he's out. He takes time off. You know, he does. Sometimes he sits back to backs. Some nights he just kind of defers to other players. But when the playoffs in real life basketball come, he is that guy. And he'll give you 40 every night. But in a regular season, he's just not like that. So for that reason, I think... I don't think he'll do better. I think that he will continue to be the Jimmy Butler that you have. And with that, it will be a roller coaster. You're going to have good nights. 
You're going to have okay nights. You're going to have sucky nights. He's going to have nights that he's out. Good, you know, okay, bad. And it's just an up and down roller coaster. So for that reason, I am out on Jimmy Butler. But now that you are prepared to dominate in fantasy basketball, make sure you check out our episode about the secret weapon for fantasy that no one is talking about. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Believe in Fantasy Basketball Podcast with Robin Marks. Join our free Discord community at BelieveInFantasy.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Believe in Fantasy. This episode was presented to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.